you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, live in New York City, Wednesday, August 23rd. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty. Guys, 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 Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager. What's going on? So where we missed you. I was in Los Angeles. Guys, I was in Los Angeles Sunday, got in. And, you know, we're New Yorkers. We think sure. Los Angeles is soft. And I'm like, oh. there's a hurricane. I get there. It's like a light drizzle. <laughs> I'm sitting in my hotel room. And my lamp starts to shake mm-hmm. next to my nightstand. The pen comes off the, the, the table and the desk. And I'm like, what was that? I search on the old X. I don't call it Twitter anymore. Sure, I call no, one X. Does. no one up to date. I searched yeah. on X. My first earthquake. Ah. It was awesome. How I was it? I loved it. How do you cool. feel? It was, I feel like it was amazing. It was, have you guys ever been in an earthquake? Yeah, I can say I sure. honestly haven't. You no. haven't? Oh, yeah. 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 Lived in LA 15 years. And you, and yeah. I, They're more alarmed about the rain than they are about the earthquake. The earthquake was like, what <laughs> Everyone's totally. just like supposed about it. Wow. Yeah. You scrape, Peter. Lamp cool. and pen. 30 lamp seconds. And pen. I'm and different. I'm a new I thought the lamp was shaking because you had a vibrating bed, Peter. Lamp shaking hotel. From LA, let's bring you back to New York. That's what we always do. A new episode of Hard Knocks came out last night. It was great. I thought it was intriguing. A lot of speeches were had. Uh, Hard Knocks is the lead block. Lead block. <laughs> I mean, this kid has no idea how lucky he has it. Just catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. Hey, buddy. That was fun, huh? Catch passes from the GOAT. Adam, tell you, you punched me in the face yesterday. We got our handshake. We did an arm lock, and he went, oh, it was, it was awesome. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, thank you. I haven't been punched in the face in a while. I feel like I needed it. Hard Knocks training camp with the New York Jets is streaming now on Max. Guys, last night's episode, uh, Peter, you got takes on the uh, episode. That scene right there where Salah's kid accidentally punches Rodgers in the face. Yeah. 
WFAN, the local sports radio, they're going to spend an entire day how Salah has no control on his kid, and no control on the Jets, and that this is it. I, I think that this is going to be the biggest story of the day, that his son got out of it's control, true. and if Salah can't control his son's uh, wayward punches on yeah. Rodgers, what's he going to do in an actual... I like that Rodgers could take a punch, though. He took the punch. He's a tough guy. I like it. I took some punches down on the boardwalk. Yeah, I, I, we like Strong that, chin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great episode again. This has become an Aaron Rodgers commercial in a lot of ways, but yeah. I thought the coolest part was the Randall Cobb conversation with the receivers. Yeah. Basically, Cobb yeah. saying, like, you will not get the ball if, you, yeah. if he doesn't trust you. Yeah. And that is what we learned in Green Bay a lot of times with those young guys. This season's just rolling right along, and I'm, I'm, you know, we've had the gift of the extra game because of the Hall of Fame game, and now the Hard Knocks. Doing a lot of Jets here, but I feel like the more we like it, the more authentic it seems. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that part of it. And just when you watch Hard Knocks last night, you get a chance to see the rookies. Come and on, baby. They were so terrible the episode before as we watched them. And then you see these guys up there, shirt off, singing their life away. And then you get a little bit of B-Rabbit from 8 Mile. And the goal of a rookie show is you need to get everybody else engaged in what you're doing. And that's what he was able to do. Whenever everybody else starts singing the song along with you, yeah. it makes it a lot easier to perform. We forget the words the whole night. That was a lot of fun to watch just to see those guys. They look like they're having a blast. You see Aaron Rodgers in the crowd going nuts. Wow. I, I just love that Best part Best rookie of show you ever saw, performance-wise. Who was Best it? Best rookie show. Oh, it was probably in New England, and the guys all made fun of everybody in the Stand. So from me and Deb, what we were lifting in the, in the weight room to Belichick to the whole nine, and Bill loves that part of yeah. it. We actually went over to next door. There's the movie theater and there's a comedy club, and we went over there, and the rookies all got on stage, mm. performance after performance. That's good. Yeah. In the post-Aiden Hutchinson world at the Rookie Talent Show night when he sang Billie Jean last year brought the house down, yeah. you got, you're talking about my guy Jerome Cap. <laughs> Jerome Cap yes. is this, this guy who shows up in the spring, and he, they have the rookies go up and they say where they went to college. College and their signing bonus. This guy goes up, Kutztown, and I didn't get a signing bonus. They go, yeah! You know? They're so excited that he didn't get any money. Like, they're just busting chops. I thought he was incredible. All the Twitter, the Jets' reaction was like, lifetime contract for Jerome Give Cap, him. bring him back. I think he should tour. He's no-cap, J-cap. Like, that is his whole deal. It's not bad. But I liked it. I liked it a lot, and uh, a lot of Roger stuff. But we've been looking for those, like, late guy, late-round guys, yeah. Yeah. guys. We need Easy. a little bit of Yeah, yeah we got a couple smart. of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the side-eye that C.J. Mosley gave when Cap said he didn't get a signing bonus. Know, he was like, this guy up here really doing this? I have a take about the episode, but I want to save it for the question that I'm going to right. ask you because I have do. thoughts. Aaron Rodgers makes his Jets debut mm -hmm. against the Giants on Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here on NFL Network. Robert Sala actually gave some insight into making that decision yesterday. Just didn't want the first time that he goes out with his new team, new colors, new teammates, new stadium. Didn't want it to be the first time, September 11th being the first time. You can't coach scared. You can't play scared. You can slip out of your car and have something happen to you. But uh, knock on wood, everyone will be fine. You know, you see some of the great ones out there. You know, Kansas City's playing their guys. Buffalo's playing their guys. It's it's not uncommon. You know, you could always play the hindsight game or the, the fearful game. But what's in the best interest for our team is to, to go out there, play some football together and and prepare ourselves the best way we can for September 11th. I used to enjoy playing the preseason back in my younger years, just to kind of maybe take that first hit or feel the kind of the nerves in the first drive. So I look forward to being out there. It was not much of a conversation with Robert. I think he was a little more nervous. I might have said no, but I was already leaning towards asking him to play. So it was an easy conversation. He's a new man in every facet. Uh, no, you so hang up first. A, no, you hang no, up no, first. No, I was going to ask you if I could play. So <laughs> it's all in the name of getting ready for week one. Uh, here's the anticipations building in New York. Woody Johnson 
uh, who accessorized on the episode yeah, last night. Um, who is excited to see this guy on Saturday in uniform? Feels like five million people, if you're asking uh, wow. a Hard Knocks audience. Jets playing with fire. Is this the case if they're starting Aaron Rodgers on Saturday night for the preseason finale, Peter? Is this danger territory? Yeah, look, I'm one of these, like, let's feel how it's going. To me, they've been in camp it seems like since May because they yeah, were there yeah. a week earlier because of the Hall of Fame game and Rodgers seems like he's in rhythm but if that's what he needs and that's what he wants and what Rodgers gets that's kind of the precedent we've set here what he's saying is that he, you know Sal already decided it before Rodgers did I would think that they got the indication that Rodgers wanted to play and mm -hmm. that's why Rodgers is playing I think it's interesting because their offensive line is being shored up mm -hmm. we know that Vera Tucker is now back and Dwayne Brown's been cleared mm -hmm. to play yeah. but the biggest one to me is big number 77 who's going to be playing right tackle now you've got this expensive Ferrari behind you in Rodgers and that's everything. You've got to protect that if you're taken out of the garage. And Makai Becton is going to be on the field playing right tackle, which is not his natural position. He's going to be out there. Um, and they asked Becton how he's playing and how he's feeling yesterday at practice. Mm. I thought this was an interesting answer. It's been hard. It's been a lot of rocky things going on in my life. The best thing that happened to me over these past two years is my, my son. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, he's, he's the reason why I kept driving and kept pushing to where I'm at right now and never, gave, never gave up. That's why I'm where I'm at right now. This guy has been a disappointment after an amazing start to his career. He mm -hmm. just said the last two years have been up. But, like, Rodgers was glowing about Becton, saying he's a big teddy bear. The two of them are getting along. Like, that's all great. Yeah. Buffalo's sending Greg Rousseau week one. Yeah. And guess what? The Cowboys are sending Micah Parsons right after that. Like, Rodgers' health and safety might be about Becton. So, mm -hmm. to have Becton at right tackle this weekend is good if Rodgers is back there. But, gosh, please protect Rodgers. Yeah. This could be a good test because I don't think the Giants are just going to be going lazily mm -hmm. about it. Is a teddy bear a good thing? I, I don't really want a teddy bear. I'm not sure I want that. I mean, a grizzly bear. A teddy bear off the field. You can be a grizzly bear on the field. Yeah, but right. we'll, we'll, we'll find out. That's not a gummy bear, I hope. <laughs> right, come on. When you talk about are they playing with fire, I would say, yeah, absolutely, they are. Because you look at Aaron Rodgers and what he means to this organization, and just the way everybody has reacted to the signing of him, if Rodgers goes down, I mean, there goes the Jets' entire season. We saw it back in 1999, Trent Green goes down with an injury, but Kurt Warner steps up. We saw it with Tony Romo in 2016. He goes down with an injury in preseason, and then we get Dak Prescott. But at the same time, if you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. I think for the Jets, you're trying to get ready for a football season. And Shrey, you alluded to it earlier, Randall Cobb in the episode last night talked about, hey, if Rodgers doesn't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. I think if he doesn't trust his offensive lineman, he's not going to be able to run an offense. So I think for all of those guys, getting on the field, there's something different about game time. Lights come on, you show up. It's not practice. You don't reset the ball and just do it again when there's a mistake. Being out there executing in the game, knowing that if I miss this block, if I don't run the right route, my quarterback back there may get killed by somebody screaming at him, opposed to a red jersey during practice where you can't touch him. <laughs> so I do think there is something gained from playing in an actual game, knowing that these reps actually count so hey scare money don't make money get mm -hmm. out there and play he needs to play this I, I don't think this is a story Mahomes plays Allen plays mm -hmm. I still feel like when Michael Vick broke his leg in the preseason 20 years ago they're still afraid of that mm -hmm. Michael Vick was screaming downfield against the Ravens defense and his leg broke Rogers is not going to be doing that and on the football side of it if you look it up he's trying to change everything and uproot everything and make everything new the last couple of years Rogers has gotten creamed week one like he has not played well the sure. team has gotten smashed two mm -hmm. years in a row yeah. maybe you do need need to change a little bit, but that is about 
thought way more than this. I thought the most fascinating scene in Hard Knocks last night. They're in the sideline of the last preseason game, and uh-huh. Salah's sitting there. He's with Sauce, and he's with Quinn, and, and they're all in street clothes. And he says to him, he's like, next week, we're all going. Yeah. We're all going. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, And then Salah goes, even the big man. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, who's the, who's the big man? <laughs> no, Lee you Johnson? didn't know who he was talking about? No, I'm like, the big man to me is like, God. Like, yeah. Roger Goodell is the big man. He's like, no, no, no. And then he goes, eight? I'm like, yes, we're calling him the big man. So the fact that the big man, which is crazy, the head coach is calling him that, is in the huddle looking at the guys like they're going to get the feel what it's really going to feel like. They need to win week one. They play the Bills. There is no like, oh, well, we lost. Low start. You have to win that game. He should be out there. The big man will be out there. And I think it's right. I was so stressed. You were. That is the exact scene I wanted to go to was that oh, conversation with Sala and Quinn Williams in Sauce. Because I'm actually glad that yesterday Sala came out and clarified a little bit more about its decision making tree. Because when he said that line about like, I want eight to experience Met life. Mm. Jets, Giants, that last piece Snoopy of Bowl. just like the regular season. And I was like, coach, coach, I appreciate you. And I understand how much you love your, the guy, big guy. But like Lambo in January or late December against mm-hmm. the Vikings, like there are certain stadiums. And this coming from someone who did like a lot of Jets Browns game for CBS yes. in the mid 20 teens, not really going to line up with Lambo week yeah. 17 against the Vikings or Arrowhead week 16 or Arrowhead in the playoffs. MetLife, I want you to come back. I want yeah. you to have the resurgence. But for his reasoning to be like, I really want him to experience MetLife. I was like, yeah. that, that, please <laughs> don't tell me that is the only <laughs> in the preseason. Nobody goes into MetLife in August right. and with yeah. them comes a win. So Quinn and Williams is like, yeah, it's going to be a ton like Alabama LSU night game. Like, yeah. it's, no, it's still not it's matching good, up with man. that. See that guy right there? That guy was in The Sopranos 10 years ago. Oh, <laughs> He's on the really? sidelines right now. That's Bobby Bacalo's oh, him. Oh, my oh, gosh. Ralph Macchio wow. got the credits treatment. Macchio. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Oh, the final week of the preseason kicks off tomorrow night right here on NFL Network. The Steelers take on John Robinson and the Falcons. Then we've got a Friday night doubleheader. Patriots face the Titans. Chargers take on the Niners. That's all live. That's all right here on your home for the preseason, our home for the show, NFL Network. But still coming up on Good Morning Football today, the Commanders, they broke a historic streak Monday night. Peter, you missed Kyle was. He was on one about Kyle the Commanders. Kyle gave pep talk. We I did it, baby. It. Yep. It's incredible. He led them. And that was some handshake between the owner and Buck. Oh, that was great. Oh, we, yeah. we repeated yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Uh, so excited. Remember how when Joe Montana saw John Candy up in the stands? Aaron <laughs> Rodgers going to be like, is that Richie April right him? here in this stadium? Yeah, I'm so nervous I can't play. Oh, my God. Uh, well, Jonathan Taylor playing week one. We'll talk about it shortly. Hold on. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? 
Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, football! Hands off to Jonathan Taylor. Big run, 35-40, 45-50. A lot of room. Touchdown, Taylor! Taylor hit, but he bounces into the end zone. Touchdown! Here's a draw to Jonathan Taylor. Huge run. Absolutely outstanding. Remember that guy? That was Jonathan Taylor. Guess what? He's traveling with the team. Huh? Hey. And with his teammates, despite currently what we're calling, I guess, a hold-in, he has been given permission by the Indianapolis Colts to seek a trade. I know that phones were ringing. We had our great Ian Rappaport report that there have been conversations. He said that the Colts are looking to get as much draft competition as they possibly can for their running back, which means either a first-round pick or a combination that would equal first-round pick. They're playing the Eagles right now. The Eagles we know are all in for this season. So let's do our thing. It's time for a game of We In or We Out presented by Progressive Insurance. And we'll start with that guy right there, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor and a potential trade partner yeah. that might be watching him for a couple of days. We know Howie Roseman is always one mm-hmm. to keep his eyes open. Here's the statement. Tell me whether you agree or disagree. The Eagles, of all the teams, the Eagles should trade a future first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor. We in or we out, Kyle? Mm-hmm. The Colts should trade him to the 1995 Eagles. It'd be perfect. He'll fit right in. Ray Rhodes is the coach. They want a running back. <laughs> That would be absolutely great. We'll get him an all-sport endorsement. He's going to get 30 carries a game. The 95 Eagles, great. Otherwise, I'm, I'm out. I, I can't. I, I feel like Howie Roseman's like, I've done my job. I stocked the cupboard for you guys. Now you go win. The Eagles are so loaded, and they have so many additions and so many draft picks that you forget that DeAndre Swift is on the team. And you're like, DeAndre Swift is a guy. You've had him on your fantasy team. He's had huge days for Detroit. But he's, like, way below the fold in everything the Eagles have done. But he's going to be a massive part of their offense. I don't see it. There's the whole argument about all in, all in, and I love all in stuff. I, I, I think that the old Rams would have done it a few years ago with bleep them picks, but I think that position is filled. I would not do it. I'm all in. On yeah, this. there you go. Because they mm. stole the first round this year with the two picks that they got. They mm-hmm. have, I feel like, a couple of years leverage on first round picks that they could give up. I so badly want DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor to be on a team together because if Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift, we're going to have a French fry situation, which we did last year with the Colts offensive line. DeAndre, T- Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, get there, Kyle. Oh, you can do it. Lord. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Taylor. Oh, let's go. Jason oh, in. Oh, my Lord. It just hit me. <laughs> 
Yeah, What's a, a French fry, though? That's pretty Last year, there were offensive linemen for the Colts. They lined up French fries. I mean, fry. fries. I mean that, yes. Jamie, oh, that, have that in your back pocket. That is and just like, great not like, work. like jumping out and be like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift. I've done too much jumping around. My brain's on a press. How was I not first? I was doing it the wrong way first. I had to flip it for you. Yeah. I don't know if people could take that. They couldn't take me taking it. Yeah. Haven't we had enough Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's a good question, Jason. In or out on more Taylor Swift. Are we good? 1,000% out. I am out on this as well. As much as I would love to see the name Taylor Swift on the back of their jerseys, hopefully they never get a chance to stand next to one another. But for me, you look at this Eagles football team. Last year they ran the ball well, and Miles Sanders is gone. But Miles Sanders wasn't considered one of the best running backs in the league, although they had one of the best running games. That's because they have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. I don't care who's in the backfield. Right now they have Gainwell, they have Swift, they have Rashad Penny, who they signed. They have guys. And then not only do you give up a first-round draft pick, but I would assume that Jonathan Taylor is going to want to be paid. The last time the Eagles paid a running back handsomely was DeMarco Murray, and that didn't work out great for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're going to stay put where they're at. i just say this, though. You look at the NFC, and it is pretty thin after the Eagles and 49ers. Overall, we know the Cowboys are going to be relevant. You're going to get someone in the NFC West besides the Niners that steps up. But is that not just a cherry on top? Here, we're going to give you one of the best running backs. Say, we'd like to win the Super Bowl. We don't want to just be very good. Does this not give them the best chance to win the NFC? But you you go in that grocery store and a cherry on top, and for whatever reason, you go in that day, and the cherries are just expensive as hell. They always are. You just settle and say, I'm just going to go grapes that day because they're a lot cheaper. I feel like Jonathan Taylor is not just the cheap cherry on top. Like, you got to go and invest and build yeah. on a future. Yeah. He wants a contract. And the first round draft, but to me, that's a lot. Yeah. Peter, do you think he'd be practicing with any other team if he was not practicing against the Eagles this week? Do you think he wants to show off a little bit when it's Colts, Eagles? You no, know, he's not actually like doing anything. Okay. He's just standing yeah. there. But uh, the fact he came and like you make that eye contact with the right. coaches and say you could have uh, this. Yeah. yeah. Maybe let the trainer touch you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still yeah, on the Taylor cool. Swift. It's pretty crazy. Taylor Swift's <laughs> middle name is is Allison. <laughs> I think you have to sign Geronimo, Geronimo. Allison and his <laughs> name, right? <laughs> Taylor, now it's making Allison, more and more sense. Swift. We'll do that. Just do it. Sure, why not? Yeah. Geronimo Allison. That's mm-hmm. it. Remember Geronimo? Yes, Green Bay Packers. Gmo, baby. That's Gmo. what Rogers called. We love Gmo. We're looking good in camp. Guarded him with Romeo and Gmo. Um, all right. You went from Taylor Swift, which feels very now, to this next topic, which mm. seems very 2016. Come on. Let's get into it. This past weekend, the Steelers Come on now. won their second preseason game, and they did it against the Bills. And this is Pat Fryermuth. Come on, Pat. Young guy. What a Fryermuth. Scores a touchdown. But I want to show you his celebration, huh? if we can. This is the uh, dab, uh, and it's uh, a crazy dab. It's a million times dab. Is he sneezing? Dabbing <laughs> was big with Cam Newton. I remember when we started as a show, I was doing one of those, um, and it kind of went away. Here is the statement. Didn't you at do at it one last point, week? <laughs> Hillary Clinton went on Ellen DeGeneres, and they both dabbed together, and it was like, oh my God, my face just melted off. Friarmouth <laughs> dabbing, and that is an acceptable celebration in 2023. I turned to our former player who knows whether or not Fryermuth got praise or got ridicule in the locker room after that one. We the only out. person I've seen dab lately is you two, once in a blue moon, <laughs> where you decide to dab and I'm always in hey, shock. Steelers tight end in the end zone, baby. What do you think about that? You're Inside. over here. Yeah. You're not even playing. What are you he doing? He is. You ain't play the game. That's not the guard to play right now. <laughs> a- absolutely not. Uh, dab has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. You mentioned Cam Newton. That was 2015 when he was dancing yep. in the back in the end zone. Doing the dab? No, Pat Fryer move. Absolutely not. Do not do that again. This must have been a joke. Do not do it. Come on, baby. I reserve that only for Kyle Brandt and Peter Schrager. The only. We've got Devin Funches doing a dab. 
Carlos Dansby right. stabbing. Get out Proud of my face. Nobody is still in the league in this video. All these guys are retired. <laughs> I'm loving this. All of those videos we just We're saw, dead. that was the appropriate amount of dab, which is just do, hit it with a single. Why were there 100 in a row? Why did, he look, like angry, why did he look like Angry Shark running around? I'm yeah, out on this. Well, dab will do you. I know you're in. You can't <laughs> be out. You We've been sitting be here for six years pointing fingers and mocking every one of us who, like, can't do the gritty because we all look stupid. This is perfect for us. We just, it's so <laughs> simple. You cannot mess it up. You can make it your own. You can put it with your own toppings on it. You go, bam, damn, double. That's what I'm into it. I'm in. The dab. In. He just Way said, bam, damn, double. Bam, damn, That's right. double. Wham, bam, You bam, can bam. do it. It's electric. Do the boogie woogie. I am also in on the dab. <laughs> yep. If it makes you feel good, Fryermuth, do it. It is your celebration. Do not be peer pressured into anything. Can else. there be a more perfect person to have done it? Pat Fryermuth of the Steelers. <laughs> it's incredible. Zay Flowers not doing the dab. No. Pat Fryermuth, you're our guy. Darius Tony doing the dab? No. I mean, it's no Schrager pepper grinder, but you know, we're going to keep that going. Markers out, erasers out, time for Whiteboard Wednesday. There's been a lot of hype for Ravens rookie wide receiver um, Zay Flowers this offseason. And backup quarterback in Baltimore, Josh Johnson, kept the praise piling on on Monday night, telling reporters Flowers is different and injects life into the whole team. The player that you think will inject new life into their team this season, Peter, will be. You've seen it already. Um, this might be overkill for you at home, but it is Rodgers. I mean, it's got to be. This is like the Jets, they might not win a single football game, and Jets fans would say, you know what, it was a great summer. Like, that was an <laughs> awesome summer. We enjoyed it. It was cool. Uh, people were talking about us, and we had a good experience, and Dalvin Cook showed up and actually wanted to sign with us. So, I, I think it's Rodgers. It's new life. There's an optimism. There's a bit of a tension and, appre and an apprehension, if you will, with Jets fans. Like, please don't have this go terribly. Like, it feels so good right now. I'm going to say, at the very least, there is a newfound optimism and hope for the Jets that hasn't existed probably since Darnold was starting that Monday night game week one. I'm going to go beyond just a team and I'll say inject new life, new hope into an entire division. No one wants to talk about the AFC South, and I'm going with the law firm of Hopkins and Ridley, the two wide receivers that are new to the division. Hopkins is returning, Calvin Ridley coming over to join this team after a suspension last year. These guys instantly walk into this division. I think they may be the top two receivers in the entire division and getting a chance to watch them. Obviously, Hopkins, you see right there, compete for Tennessee, Ridley, Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence. I think they're going to be a ton of fun to watch, competing each and every day, going against the secondaries in that division. One that we do not talk about, and they may create reasons with highlight-type plays for us to talk about them on a Monday. It's true. We may be talking about them Monday after week one, Jay. We're just not doing it a lot now, but we're talking a lot about the Jets. Yes. Wide receivers coach Zach Azani yeah. takes them, the wide receivers aside after practice on Hard Knocks last night. He's like, what do we think today? What do we think? And that's why I'm going with this guy. Cobby. Randall Cobb, Ooh. the Cobb mob. Cobby. And we've referenced this speech a couple of times. I transcribed it this morning. Randall Cobb looks at all the wide receivers. He goes, I was just talking with 12. I was talking with eight. And he was telling we had a lot of mistakes in our room today. Basic stuff, little things. It's all cool right now, but I'm telling you, one day he's going to lose his bleep. It's going to happen if it continues to go the way it's going now. If you don't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. I can promise you that. He doesn't like throwing interceptions. So you can't. if you can't trust that you run the right route, it's just a matter of time. There's a Rodgers whisperer thing, and even mm. Garrett Wilson talked about it last night, the young star. He says having Lazard and Cobb here to sort of translate the Rodgers terminology is massive. Randall Cobb is great. There's probably a lot of people he can do what he can do physically. He's there for a whole thing to bring it on, and I think he is an 
asset. When he said, Rodgers doesn't like throwing interceptions. We know that. So run the right route or you're never getting the ball. I thought that was captivating. That cool. scene last night in Hard Knocks where Michael Hardman comes up and makes a joke with Rodgers, grabs him by the shoulders. I feel like Hardman turns around and Cobb's like, don't make that kind of joke with yeah. him. Like, it's like, that's how you... Him. I know him well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me translate do comedy. That. that ain't it. Uh, <laughs> stick with the Ravens. Again, preseason right. win streak officially over after their loss to the Commanders on Monday night that Kyle Brandt himself inspired. The most impressive streak, let's zoom out on this, in professional sports history mm-hmm. is... This is dramatic. Um, <laughs> look, I, the Ripken streak obviously is something that was like in my head. There's the, the Ted Williams hit streak. I find Drew Brees starting 19 straight week ones to be incredible. In professional football, to be able to suit up 19 years in a row as a team's week one starter. Goes from the Chargers to the Saints. 19 straight years. Think about football as a quarterback. The hits these guys take and the consistency that it requires yeah. and the longevity. Now, we always talk about Favre and Brady as like these like longtime quarterbacks. Breeze gets lost in the conversation. He was at Broncos camp yesterday, and the fact that I'm like looking at him, like Drew Breeze, he still looks like he could probably play. We got that story about Phillip Rivers, how he would have suited up for the Niners. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. like, Breeze was with Sean Payton. I'm like, gosh, yeah, yeah. like there's about five or six teams that probably be better off with him with noodle arm Drew Breeze right now. Um, <laughs> 19 straight week one. Peter, get into it. Well, why why well, isn't Brady the all-time leader? Can you can you suspension? Think? That's right. For four games. Yeah. In what year? That you were with them that year? 20. No, it wasn't. No, year before you. Yeah, I wasn't. He came back week wasn't part. Four. 2017. 2017 against the Browns. Can you trivia? Can you name the two quarterbacks who started games while he was gone? Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. I got it, baby. May Peter, how many of too. those preseason finales did Drew Brees start and play in before yeah, those 19? I don't know. Peyton plays his guys. I don't know. I yeah. honestly don't remember. But right. 19 straight week ones. That's a lot. That's Russ, crazy. Russ not cooking this Kept year. Drew Brees coming off the bench. Let's go. <laughs> noodle arm Drew Brees. Suit up. Drew Brees still looks good. You went from football taking hard hits. You guys ever attempt to play? Volleyball. I'm going yes, with Jason. beach volleyball. I'm going with Carrie Walsh and Misty May. 112 straight matches. They were out there winning. That included 19 straight tournaments. I was on vacation. We had time off. I was in the pool attempting to play volleyball, and we got beat by some old guys that came, and we had kicked the wives off the team, and we still lost. It is a tough demanding sport, and they were out there dominating. It's only two of them. You see them running from front to back, Kerry Walsh and Missy May. I remember watching them. Fantastic. Yes. So, Colts head coach Jane Sykin says rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson will get the start in their final preseason game, and it's against the Eagles this weekend. Anthony Richardson, any of the rookie quarterbacks, let's tee it up. What do you want to see from this particular rookie quarterback or non-rookie uh, in their final preseason performance? I'm going to see Trey Lance another time. It's mm. interesting. Mm. Like, I thought Trey actually played great in the second game, and you saw glimpses that this guy can sling it. Yeah. Um, Kyle Shanahan has not announced who the number two is yet, so I still think if Trey Lance is the third quarterback on the depth chart, that's quite an indictment. How's Trey Lance going to handle all these games, Peter? Take it, take well, us through the schedule. I love it. Pick at least wins he and gets a week nine by. How many wins and losses? It has do you to come with that noise. I don't know. If, does Trey Lance play any of those games? I don't know. No, that's a good question. I just want to see how he does on on Saturday. I can't speak to the Colts schedule, but I'm just looking forward to Richardson. Like I, I'll, I'll yeah. go with the headliner. We've already known the athleticism. Honestly, it's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see some cataclysmic turnover. Some oh, like, no. oh no, not that. I don't even care if he has one. 
Just not one of these where it's a no-doubt interception pick six because then that rattles everybody's cage going into the opener. Just come out there, be cool, look cool, be a good teammate. If you throw an interception, fine, but just please don't just make a mess of yourself. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you guys are choosing guys. Trey Lance trying to go out there and prove himself to be the number two guy. Richardson going out there proving that he is the guy. I'm going with a proven guy already, and I'm going with Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> Let's four. go, baby. I want to see more of him rocking the stash, throwing touchdown passes. He's been balling in training camp. I remember being a rookie going into that last game. My strength coach coming up to me like, hey, there's a lot of people here that believe in what you're doing. Just have another good game. Okay. I feel like that's Aiden O'Connell right now. They believe in him. Dave Ziegler, all of those guys, Josh McDaniels, just go out there and continue to do what you've been doing. This guy is up for MVP this year with how he's performed in the preseason. MVP of the gone. preseason. Of the preseason. Okay, of, the, of the NFL season, Woo, too. Yeah. You never know what happens with Jimmy G. He might be out there. Jimmy G could be, yeah. That's, that was close. I, I want us to see something from Bryce Young. I, I, I read this article recently that was like how the top five rookie quarterbacks are faring in the preseason. And it was like he's thrown six passes in his first two games. He's completed seven of them. I'm like, it's just so he's been benign. Times. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I need something electric. Yeah. I just I want something that's like that's why he's the number one guy. Like that's why he went first overall. I, I understand that you want him to be as advertised, which was a great advertisement. But I just want something that's like a thrill. What would you, you like? Know? Like order something. Uh, what would you like? A 45-yard pass completion on a slant and Adam Thielen or whoever just takes off down right. the right side. Like, okay. But hit him on a slant. Good timing. That's what Bryce Young was known for at Alabama. Great okay. timing. Doesn't need to be outside the pocket. Don't go crazy. Just like hit a guy in the run. We haven't seen anything Take from him. I mean, we, we've yeah. seen it, both the Giants and the Jets pass rush have just destroyed the Panthers' yeah. offensive line. If anything, there's concern there. But to your point... We've done flips over Richardson in practice. Mm-hmm. Everything you hear from Bryce Young is that he's been unbelievable, that the players love him. But the football, we haven't seen yet. Yes, so right. I think, you know. There's been a lot more heat on Aiden O'Connell than on yes. Bryce Young, mm-hmm. and yeah. deservedly so. Yeah, yes. it'd be nice to have a little exclamation point. Exactly. A little one. Coming up, if the Eagles weren't on the radar this time last year, they are on everyone's radar right now. Are they the heavy favorites in the NFC? Does that exist in the NFC? We are going to discuss the Eagles later playing the Colts uh, this weekend, final preseason game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Eagles and the Colts, they held joint practice ahead of uh, tomorrow night's preseason finale in Philadelphia. And yes, there were some stunning passes from Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith. Great connection. But there was also a huge scuffle that ended the session. Uh, Jason Kelsey got the shenanigans started with a shot at Colts linebacker Zaire Franklin. And of course, those two then spoke to the media after about it. And I guess there was clarification. We'll see. I'll let my emotions get the better of me. That certainly doesn't belong out there on the field. You know, just a little bit of shame that it got to that level and that I did what I did. So uh, certainly, you know, not happy about that. I'm not going to get into the, the specifics of it. You know, just want to reiterate that, you know, that's not something that I should have done or should happen out there. You know, it was a, it was, it was a cheap shot. It's funny, you know, obviously growing up in Philly, watched him play for a long time, a lot of respect for him. Talked to him a little bit after we played him last year. Thought the OGs would at least look me in the eye before, you know, but it's all good. I might get a chance to look him in the eye on Thursday, so we're going to be okay. Okay. All right. Mm. Talk about it. Zaire mm. Franklin uh, went to LaSalle High School in Philadelphia, mm. so he gets he knows Eagles like the back of his hand. Jason, cheap shot. Here are the words. Cheap shot, shameful emotions, and look me in the eye before you do something like that. You always, I always thought my OGs would look me in the eye before. Like, that, that is a statement and a half right there. We'll see on Thursday night. Listen, joint practices, as much as we love to watch them and their entertainment and you get to see some of the best go against each other in a practice environment, there's a thing for players. It's just like, we like him competing against other people, but it seems as though each time we talk about an upcoming joint practice, at some point, there is some type of scuffle. It becomes a part of it, but it's also a little dangerous. And for Kelsey to say it, like, my emotions got the best of me, cheap shot. Usually, like, there's a scuffle, you see it happen, it unfolds. A cheap shot, easily someone could get injured, but it seems to have become a part of it because there, there aren't any repercussions in practice for those type of fights, but I love it. I, I can't mm. wait to see the game Thursday night. I want to see these guys out there. Zaire Franklin saying that, growing up, like, having that much respect for Kelsey. And I'm sure there'll be a conversation beforehand just listening to what Jason Kelsey said, but it makes practice at some point in training camp. It becomes monotonous, and you're just yes. day after yeah. day. And when you have somebody else, Else to go against and hit, it just makes it that much. I better. think also like Kelsey has this reputation at this point where he's a national treasure. Yeah. He is this cuddly, lovable emoji of a man who does emoji. Christmas albums and has his own really entertaining podcast. Like Kelsey is, is a dog. Like he is a center in the National Football yeah. League who will be on the line, who will be over the line. Every offensive lineman I've ever known, especially center, are a little dirty sometimes. The good ones, no I'm doubt. talking about in the way they play. I'm talking about in their sense of humor. Like this is not surprising me at all. Jason Kelsey is not this national treasure for his personality. It's because he's a great football player. I think a lot of this is not, I wouldn't say the word posturing, but a lot of this is like, you know, to show your own teammates what you're doing. I, I was in LA and I spoke with folks who were with the Rams and I was like, I heard Crosby and Cam Akers had a big scuff. Mm -hmm. like, the play was long done, and Crosby came like running like from 20 yards and tries to force a fumble. And then yeah. everyone does the hell races, but like that's Crosby showing to the Raiders yeah. guys, like, look, this is how we do it, this is how yeah. we go. The Rams have a joint practice with the Broncos tonight. Like, mm. I'm sure there's going to be something. Like, there will be something. I think sometimes it's pre-planned. I, I think you're too. like, think... I'm gonna get into it tonight. Like, just watch. Yeah. Like, back me up after the second play. Like, hey, Jay, you've heard of that. I've practiced with guys. Yes. Like, you, you know who it is, whether they tell you or not. You know when you go out there, you're like, all right, like so and so. Up, Crosby's up. Sometimes to that point, I remember playing with Kyle Vandenbosch, a defensive end, yeah. played for the Titans for a long sure. time. Lions, that's the way he practiced every single day. Like Lindell White would get pissed because he would chase the play 20 yards after and he would punch the hell out of the football, but that's just that's what he annoying. did every single day. Mm -hmm. When you're not used to practicing against someone, you take that personal. If I'm Cam Akers, like, dude, don't punch me, the play's over. Mm -hmm. It's like in hockey when like the lines start to line up and like the fourth line guy comes on and then you're just waiting for the other team to put their fourth line on and yeah. like the 
the second a glove hits the ice, you're like, let's okay, go. Let's go. Joey Koser, uh, let's yeah, go. Right. Sean Thornton, here we go. Tomorrow night should be entertaining to watch. But the Eagles have their eyes on a much bigger prize, naturally. Getting back to the Super Bowl and finishing the job this time around. So with just over two weeks until kickoff, do we consider the Eagles a heavy, heavy, heavy favorite, <sighs> Kyle, in the NFC? No, not at all. I don't think there's such thing as a heavy favorite. I, I, I don't I don't, I don't think I don't think it's the Chiefs in the AFC. I don't mm. think it's the Eagles in the NFC. The teams are too good. This time of year, we get so seduced by what happened last year and what things are on paper that you got to have the foresight to know it's not going to go how you think. Did you think last year that the New York Giants are going to be in the second round of the playoffs? That the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith would be in the playoffs? No, it is not part of the conversation. You think, oh, it's we know the teams on paper and who's going to be? We don't. Did you think the Packers wouldn't be in the playoffs? There's going to be a million things that happen that are unpredictable, and the most predictable thing is that teams don't go back to back to the Super Bowl. Just pay attention. It doesn't happen. So I get it. Howie Roseman this, Howie Roseman that, roster this, draft this. I love the Eagles. Of course, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Heavy favorites? No. They could easily take a step back. They're going to play the first place schedule. They're going to have everybody gunning mm-hmm. for them. I just don't think that concept really exists. I, I can't think of a time in the last five years where it's like, well, it's them, and then there's a mile between everybody else. They're definitely going to be in the Super Bowl. It doesn't work out that way. The Chiefs a couple years ago, after they won the COVID year, remember they brought back all their starters. They're like, the Chiefs have 22 starters coming back, and they did. They actually went to the Super Bowl, then lost to the Buccaneers. That's the last team I can remember getting mm. as much hype and buzz and assurance as the Eagles. I do feel like they're being talked about as the heavy favorites. And a lot of that is because of what they added. We mentioned DeAndre Swift earlier in the show. But when you bring back all those key players, including Darius Slay, and then you add Jalen Carter, which to a man was the best player in the NFL draft. Yeah. And he just <laughs> slipped because of legitimate off-the-field stuff. And this was Darius Slay, who's been watching Jalen Carter all summer long. I've been around a lot of great defensive tackles. Mm. Sue, Nada, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. I'm trying to tell you, (laughs) Jalen Carter is very, very dominant. He's very physical. He's quicker than what you think and stronger than how he looks. He looks like a baby rhino. There's the nickname. That's Slay. Slay Slay played with four potential Hall of Famers. And, you know, you're talking about Sue and and Haloti Nata. Haloti Nata. That's how Jim Nance says. Haloti Nata. We've had a couple plays where Jalen Carter just absolutely dominates the opponent. I mean, 66 has no shot on this one, and that's from a rookie. So the good got great. The best in the NFC got better. I'm going to say they're the heavy favorite. And with the 49ers having Brock Purdy at quarterback, that's going to be a question mark. And it's not because Brock Purdy didn't get the job done. It's coming off, he's coming off a very major injury at the end of that season, which the Eagles dealt to him. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy did not trip and fall over his shoelaces. Brock Purdy was knocked out of the game by the Eagles defensive line, which I think got better this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to your point, Kyle, you said there are no heavy favorites. I, I do think there are favorites. You don't have to, like you said, heavy, heavy. heavy. Yeah. But I do think on paper, you look at this Philadelphia Eagles team, they are the favorite in the NF- NFC, and they should be. Now, you can put stock into how much that actually means because I think when you come back and you have a team that everybody's talking about to be a top of the entire conference and they're a shoe-in, I think now you're looking at other teams and, all right, they're the ones you put at the top and they have this huge target on their back, and that's what we're shooting for. So you look at the 49ers, you look at the Cowboys, the uh, Seahawks, whoever you want to talk about, these teams are all looking at Philadelphia and saying, all right, well, if this is the standard week in and week out, if they're on our schedule and they're our upcoming opponent, they're going to get our absolute best shot. If I'm a wide receiver, I'm going into that game, I'm like, all right, I got Bradbury on one side, I got Slay on the other side. You guys are telling me they're the best? Well, I'm going to go out there and have my best performance against these guys to make sure on Monday and Tuesday, whoever's talking on TV, they're talking about me. I think that's the difference. You look at Philly last year, Aaron Schatz came on our show and he predicted Philly to be in the Super Bowl. He probably 
was the only person at that time yeah. predicting them. You're able to run through the season where you're not this team at the top. You kind of get a chance to surprise a few people. No one expected Jalen Hurts to have that type of year. Well, now when Hurts walks in and this Philly team walks in, everybody's showing up early to the game. You're giving the bust the middle finger because you know they're the absolute best and you want to beat them. So that's the challenge of repeating that next year where you're not surprising anybody. And to your point, the schedule's a little harder because you were the best in your division. To Peter's point, I do think that the Eagles are considered the best from last season because of what happened in the NFC Championship. I just don't think that that sell job, I'm like, the Eagles, they emerged the victors of the NFC because of a fluke thing that happened three minutes into a game that could have been an epic NFC title game. I just can't get beyond when I really compare Eagles, and I'm going to go with the 49ers here to battle against considering the Eagles the heavy favorites. When I look to a man, offense and offense, you cannot find, I think, a much better roster than a Christian McCaffrey, a George Kittle, a Brandon Ayuk, and a Debo Samuel. And I'm not even, that wasn't even a quarterback that just came out of my mouth. I, I don't know if you can go four or five deep on the Eagles roster where you're like, wow, ooh, that's amazing. Those names are ridiculous. And for different reasons, too. These players offensively are so dynamic, being coached by one of the most dynamic offensive coaches in the NFL. And you're expecting their quarterback to just stand up, just stay up for 17 <laughs> games this season, and you will be throwing to an electric offense. I think the 49ers uh, eliminate. They're the ones that take their racer, and they take the word heavy out of that question because they were right there last year, and that, mm. that's, the, that's part that's of your argument. True. You were bringing something up, Peter, about you have the Niners and the Eagles, they mentioned the Niners. Who's next? Yeah. Like, who's the next yeah. favorite? Who is that team? Do you got, so you got your eye on somebody? You know, it's like you've got these two heavyweights. Trent Williams might be the best player on that offense, and yet I would take the Eagles' <laughs> offensive line <laughs> over the Niners' offensive line. So, like, there's this, like, battle that, but the Cowboys? I will say. The Cowboys won 12 games in a row, two years in a row. 12 games and two years in a row. They just haven't come up Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They lost the Niners twice. And yet 13 wins for the Vikings last season, and they can't get a sniff. Same team. Cowboys and Vikings. One of the most intriguing, fascinating, reactive week one upsets would be Philly at New England. Mm. Tom Brady's going to be honored that night. It's going to be Foxborough. Week one football is always weird. If we come in that day and it's like, wow, the Eagles lost to Mac Jones and the Pats and Belichick gave him the rope-a-dope, like, that would be pretty incredible. I'm not saying it's going to happen. We'll talk about it that week, but I love that game. It's a good one. Mm. Week one, don't say the word, the S word, but the week one slate is... uh, The week one schedule is great. I'll look at that That's true. You look at that all day. I don't want to see October again. Um, Here's the preseason week three schedule. Okay. This is safe territory. Steelers at Falcons tomorrow, 730 we're going to keep watching quarterback position unfold after Mac Jones and uh, see how things go for the Titans. And then out west, Chargers, Niners. Uh, maybe we'll see a little bit more Brock Purdy as he continues to come back from that injury that he suffered in January. You can see all the preseason games uh, live on NFL+. Plus. It's our home for the preseason and our home for Good Morning Football, which we still have more to come on our show. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.